Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. Today I want to focus on the five success factors for teams. What does that look like? What are they? What do they mean? How do we even know how these things are impacting our teams? I think that'll become apparent as we get into this episode and look at what is it that helps a team to be higher performing, to be more successful, to really do the things and accomplish the things that the team needs to do and wants to do. And there's a whole lot of other things involved in that that create sustainability and retention, satisfaction, and some of those measures, those outcome measures that are so important. There's a lot of challenges for teams today. And those challenges are more prevalent than ever before. So think of increased complexity in the workplace, remote work, uncertainty, just in general in the organization, but certainly in the world, and rapid change. These are not small challenges. These are just some of the big challenges that we face as individuals and the teams face. As we enter into this time of year when most of us do our strategic planning, these challenges can very easily derail us. They can derail our planning process and they can keep us stuck, keep us from moving forward. This is especially true when we try to plan for teams. There's a lot of moving parts within a team. There's transactional things, there's relational things, there's a lot of moving parts. How do we take all of those into account with the challenges I've already mentioned in creating a success pathway for a team. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that instead of calling it a strategic plan, I like to call it a success pathway. I think that speaks more clearly to a comprehensive plan to help either an individual or a team or an organization be successful. Yes, strategic plans have long-term pictures, as do success pathways. And the beauty of a success pathway is it builds on each other year after year after year. So where do we start? Where do we even start getting our brains wrapped around this concept of planning and executing for team success? I think we start with building blocks. What are the foundational building blocks for team success. Well, it's impossible to plan and execute a plan for all possible contingencies. If you've ever made a detailed plan in the past, you probably experienced this. There has been something come up that has changed, and we just can't plan for all of the potential changes that could happen. So how do we make an effective plan for a team? 
let's go back to those building blocks of success that I was talking about. And I'm going to call those drivers of success. There are five drivers of success in a team. And here they are. Trust. Trust is number one. The amount of trust the team has in themselves, their team members, their leadership, and in the effort itself, in the purpose of their team. Trust is the first driver of success because it impacts everything. It impacts every individual. It impacts the team. It impacts every other driver of success. The second is execution. The team's ability to execute based on their skills, their experience, their equipping, and their resourcing. The third is teamwork. How effective the team collaborates and utilizes every member of the team in the effort. The next one is motivation. How energized the team is to achieve success. What is the source of energy? What motivation is present that will provide the energy needed to be successful as a team? And the last is change. Not because it's the least important. How well the team embraces change and is able to integrate needed changes going forward. Now, if you looked at a model of this, and I know in an audio podcast, it's not easy to show you a model, but think of it as four boxes, uh, four squares that are next to each other. Two on the top, two on the bottom. Motivation, change, teamwork, execution. And then overlay that with a diamond, which is trust. So trust touches every other driver of success for a team. It touches motivation. It touches change. It touches teamwork. It touches execution. And that model is a called the team vital sign model from six seconds. Six seconds is the largest emotional intelligence community in the world. They have done recently a 15 year study with this vital signs model. And there's some excellent data that comes out of that. If you want to look at that, go to their website, six, the number, seconds.org and look up workplace vitality study that will give you an amazing insight into how this model can be very effective to help drive team success now i want you to notice something important if you think about this model how trust is in the middle touching everything but There are also two other drivers that touch each other or that are close to each other. If you were to put motivation and change together with trust, the outcome of that is sustainability. Makes sense. Sustainability is a key outcome when you think about strategy. If you want to continue an effort 
long term, you have to have sustainability. Where does that come from? It comes from three of those five drivers primarily, motivation, trust, and the ability to adapt to change, to embrace change, to integrate the needed changes. This is an excellent tool to use to assess a team, to gain insight and understanding in how to create the best success pathway for that team. And whether you choose to use that or not is entirely up to you. I would be more than happy to connect with people and talk to them about these tools and how those tools could help them get better insight. Because I truly believe better data equals better decisions. Better data, better insight, better decisions across the board. If you think about how you make critical decisions, you probably don't make a lot of those without good data to back it up. Well, all of this led me to an epiphany. When I saw this tool for the first time, something just clicked in my brain. If we can obtain these types of measures, we can effectively identify strengths, gaps, and we can even create a plan for future success for a team. If you looked at the dashboard for this kind of tool, this Team Vital Signs tool, you have a lot of different measures. You have an actual number measure of those five drivers. How, how do they relate to other teams? Top 25% of teams, bottom 25% of teams, are those measures somewhere in the middle? How do those measures relate to each other? Are there some that are higher, some that are lower? And that's just on one measure. Then you have measures of engagement of the team members. You have outcome measures uh, and many other measures that give you insight. I don't want to go deeply into that right now, though. This isn't about just this tool. It's about what are these five drivers of success for a team and what can we do with those, even if you never use an assessment like this. Well, having a detailed report like this is very helpful, of course. Um, for today's focus, I simply wanted to show you that good data is available for team measures. Actually, instead of good data, I'd rather you think of it as actionable data. Data that you can truly use to develop the success pathway that you want that will empower the team to greater performance and success. So let's talk about how you do that in relationship to these five drivers of success for a team. So let's go back to those five drivers of success and look at how each of those can enhance the success and performance of a team. And whether you ever use an assessment or survey like that team vital signs that I talked about or not, the goal here is to provide you tools and insights that you can use immediately to plan for future success of a team or teams and to really be able to track team health, team vitality, team progress. 
So let's start with the first one, which we know is trust. Trust is the currency of getting things done. The more trust that is present, the fewer bottlenecks from a human interactive perspective. If you have ever seen a team that has very high or even extreme levels of trust, they appear to be able to read each other's minds. They anticipate the needs of other team members. They make the effort look smooth and easy. Rarely do you see any drama or ego conflict, but what you will see is direct and open communications. The lack of crucial conversations is not the presence of trust, but the absence of trust. The higher the trust level, the more focused and effective the effort. How much psychological safety is there in the team has a massive impact on trust levels. Trust impacts every other driver of success. Now I'm going to share with you, there's a a portion of that team vital signs survey that you can use without ever having to have your team go through that process. And it's what we call pulse points. What are some key pulse points? And you know what I mean by that is if you put your finger on the pulse of something, it's to identify how healthy that is. That's what we're talking about here. So what are the three, and there are three for every driver of success, what are the three pulse points for trust? Transparency, coherence, and care how much we care for the team members, how much we care for each other, how much we care for the effort. The next one to look at is execution. This is the ability to do the work in an effective way. Execution requires some things though. You don't just execute extremely well every time without some type of preparation, some type of equipping process. So what does that include? It's coaching, it's training, it's resourcing, it's giving good direction, it's good leadership. All of those things are important to executing at high levels. Team members who are provided with those things will be able to execute at higher levels. And with that, almost organically comes an increase in engagement. Because people are executing at a higher level, they're getting better results, they're more satisfied because they're getting better results. So execution is a key component in team success. The next to look at is teamwork. Teamwork is the ability to collaborate and work together for optimal outcomes. How effective teamwork is depends on the culture of the team the clarity of the purpose of the team, the perceived ability for each team member to openly communicate their ideas and their thoughts, and the understanding of each other in the team environment. Now, those are some really important points. Can we understand who the other people are in our team? 
not just from a personality perspective, which is important, but what do they want to accomplish? What's important to them? What motivates them? What drives them? How do we perceive ourselves as a team? All of those things are critical if we're going to have high levels of teamwork in our teams. Teamwork doesn't just happen. It's a process of cultivating the right culture and environment that is inclusive and it's focused on team success. So there's a couple of important things to think about here. Are we focused on the right things, getting the right outcomes and results along with the people side of what this teamwork is all about, being inclusive, being supportive, being collaborative. That's what true teamwork is. So what are the pulse points for teamwork? Divergence, that's basically meaning it's okay that we don't all think exactly the same. We have diverse or divergent opinions, divergent thought processes. Guess where innovation comes from? It comes from bringing divergent concepts together and coming up with something that coalesces into innovation. And then the, the second pulse point is connection. And the third is joy. Now, joy may seem odd to a lot of people. Wait a minute. How do you measure joy? Where does that come from? It really comes down to two things, results and satisfaction. In a team environment, where the team is trying to be more successful, the more they can get better results, the more satisfied there will be and the more they will enjoy what they do. So joy has a role in this team concept and especially in teamwork. So the next one to focus on is motivation. Motivation is where the energy comes from to face the next challenge or take advantage of the next opportunity. Motivation comes from a very specific place in each of us. And I'll walk through that very quickly with you. What we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world creates a set of rules that we live by. We literally create a set of rules that we live by out of what we believe to be true about ourselves and about our place in the world. And from those things comes our self-talk. Self-talk is a profoundly powerful force in us and in teams. This understanding can be applied to teams as well when we consider motivation. What does the team believe to be true about itself and its place? What rules does the team live by? And what is the team's self-talk? That's where motivation comes from. It is where the energy to face the next challenge or take advantage of the next opportunity comes from. If our motivation dries up, then we're not going to have a lot of energy for much of anything. And that's as an individual or as a team. So what are the pulse points for us to look at 
when we're thinking about motivation, meaning, mastery, and autonomy. Do we have meaning around what we do as a team? Do we have mastery of our skills and our abilities to work together and be motivated? That's that results outcome. And do we have autonomy? Can we feel free to share and and come up with solutions together? Do we have some level of decision-making autonomy so that that adds to our motivation? And I think if you think those through, they make a lot of sense. The last one is change and what I call embracing change. The willingness to embrace change when it makes sense. We don't just embrace every change that comes along, but when we need to embrace change, is there a willingness to do that? And that's a critical success factor for teams. If a team is unwilling to change, unwilling to embrace change, that's a problem. And that will keep a team operating at a reduced level long-term. Projects can change. Team members can change. Circumstances can change. Change is all around a team. The ability to embrace change enhances agility and resilience. Two key things to being able to embrace change and to move forward. It also creates a competitive advantage. That's a wonderful outcome of a team that can embrace change. Teams that have high scores in change have developed skills and processes to manage change for better outcomes. The ability to integrate change to improve the end result, that's a key success factor for teams. So what are the pulse points around change? Exploration, imagination, and celebration. Why celebration? Because change is not easy. And every time we successfully change, we should celebrate that. That's a big deal. This is kind of a deep dive into these drivers, these five drivers of success for teams. There's a whole lot more that we can look at. But for today, I just want to focus on what we've talked about to this point. So where do we go from here? To bring this all together, we really need to think about what are the next steps? What do we do with this learning? What what can we make of this? How can we use it to plan more effectively for our teams, to grow our teams, to enhance our team's performance and success? Well, I want you to notice that pulse point part of each driver. I think those pulse points are really important to think about. It's a great place to start. If you were simply to observe those pulse points, you would get a feel for the current status of the drivers of success for a specific team. It won't be as accurate as doing the team vital sign survey or, or assessment Uh, and having them go through that process. 
but it will help to identify potential areas that we need to focus on, that we need to consider. It also, even if you do that kind of assessment, some type of team assessment, it's a wonderful way to take the pulse of what's going on between the times that you do those assessments or surveys. Think of a climate survey for an organization. I'm sure you've heard of those or you've done them in the past. My problem with most climate surveys, there is no path forward. There are no really true actionable next steps when they hand you the big old binder with all those results. Sure, they'll put some things in there like you need to do this. You need to increase engagement. You need to work on better trust in this area of your operation. You need to, but how do you do that? That's what's missing. But that's where good actionable data with a model that can help you get there. And frankly, what I'm sharing with you today, literal steps you can take to create more impact in these five success factors. That's where we can focus today to say, how do we plan for the year ahead and the years to come? How do we equip our teams and our people? Our whole focus at EQFIT is equipping people to prosper. Notice it doesn't say in good times or in bad times or anything like that. It is, we know that the best plan possible is to equip people to prosper no matter what comes their direction. Whether it's good and easy times or difficult and, and very challenging times. If we equip people and support them, they can prosper no matter what the circumstances are. But it's a process and it's an investment to do those things. Someone recently asked me, what's the most important thing for a team to be successful? Well, that's a loaded question. I think we just figured out there's no one important thing. But I struggled with that answer. But to be fair to this individual, I told him if he was to only work on one thing, start with trust. Trust is the best place to start for any team and frankly, any individual relationships because it touches everything. It is the foundation. It is literally the currency of moving things forward and getting things done. If you're one of the very fortunate people who have high trust in your team already, then the next one I would suggest is change embracing or change. Why? Because that in itself will equip and prepare people to be ready for whatever comes next. Now, it doesn't mean that those other drivers aren't just as important, but if you want to think of a sequential way to approach team success, I would start with trust and I would go to change and then add the other three. And 
my best advice is to get the assessment done so you know exactly what you're dealing with, with your teams. The reality is every team, like every individual, is unique. Having a comprehensive approach, though, to enhancing team success, that works for all teams. So it doesn't matter what their strengths are and what their gaps are. If we have a model and a process to move forward, like I described today, and whether you do it yourself or whether you get help to do those things, you have a comprehensive approach in today's episode to plan for future success for your teams and to track progress, to track the health and vitality of your team as you move forward through those pulse points. We use a process that I have mentioned before, assess so we know where we are. Better data, better insights, better decision. That's assess. Equip, equipping people to prosper. Align, align people, align teams around that shared purpose so that the effort is all flowing in the same direction. Everybody's rowing in the same direction. And the last part of that process is succeed. If you do those first three things well, you will succeed at some level. There's no question about that. Where do you go with this? Keep that thought of success pathways in mind because that in itself could make the planning process and frankly the execution process so much easier for you, your teams, your leaders, and your organization. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com. For more information and inspiration, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.